Hello, everyone. Thanks for joining us, and welcome to the Yield Mastermind Talks podcast. With your host, Philip Randazzo. The Monday Yield Mastermind Talks podcast. This is your host, Philip Randazzo, and it is Monday, and we all know what that means. Today we have a release of an exclusive one-on-one interview with a young, high-achieving person. And guys, this is a fantastic interview. You do not want to miss what's about to come. And let me just hop right into the introduction here. So guys, my interview today is with a Mr. Michael Unks, and man, he is an incredible person. And after the interview, you'll be able to tell this on both the inside and out. Let me get into Michael's bio here. So guys, Michael is a pharmacist, public speaker, entrepreneur, habitual bow tie wearer, and a best-selling author on Amazon. He graduated from the South Carolina College of Pharmacy, realized that pharmacy was, he likes pharmacy, but he found his passion in writing, even though he hated to read most of his life. And a turning point for him came when he met a mentor, when he was actually in pharmacy school, and it's history from there, guys. He's a best-selling author, very intelligent person, wants to be the next Tony Robbins. And for those of you who know who Tony Robbins is, Michael emulates him to a T. He's a fantastic person. He's a positive guy. He's got a lot of wisdom to share with us. So guys, I'm excited to bring to you my interview with Mr. Michael Unks. And before we get into that interview, let's hear a word from our sponsors. And also, guys, just want to let you know Michael and I had a little bit of a technical difficulty getting this interview happening, so there are some parts of this interview where it is a little bit scratchy. Please forgive myself. Um, But yeah, with that, guys, let's get into it. Mr. Michael Unks, enjoy the interview. Today's episode is sponsored by Rocket Fuel 101. Now, guys, if you're looking for a book that's going to help give you a framework to succeed, to reach your goals, to accomplish those things you've always wanted to accomplish, to take that leap of faith, maybe get you out of your comfort zone a little bit, you know, you might be a person that isn't quite sold on personal development books, self-help books, maybe you're a young person who doesn't feel like the books relate to you, you could be any age, Rocket Fuel 101 is a six-step process that's going to propel you towards your goals and stop you from drifting through life. This is one of those books that's going to provide you with a framework. This six-step process is going to help you figure out your passions, pick a trajectory, you know, launch your mission, go ahead, set those goals, go 100% at it. If you're going to bring people along with you, you're going to find a mastermind network. There's so many things that this book is going to give you. You do not want to miss out on getting a copy for yourself. And in sponsoring the show, Rocket Fuel 101 is going to give you 15% off any and all purchases of books, whether it be the hard copy or ebook. All you have to do is go to the Rocket Fuel 101 numbers, Rocket Fuel 101 book.com. Again, that's the Rocket Fuel 101 book.com. And when you're at the checkout, type in the promo code podcast. That's promo code podcast. You are going to receive 15% off your purchase. And this is something, it's not a one-time deal. You will get this no matter how many purchases you make. 
All right, so here's what I want you guys to do in this order. Go to therocketfuel101book.com. Get yourself, your friends, your family, whoever you want, get them a copy of the book, enter promo code podcast, and start reading. You guys don't want to miss out on this. All right. Hello, guys. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Yield Mastermind Talks podcast. This is your host, Philip Randazzo. And today we have a very special guest, and that is Mr. Michael Unks. Michael, how's it going? I'm fantastic, Philip. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I'm glad we got you on the show. I'm glad to have uh, glad to be on. Awesome, awesome. So, Michael, if you wouldn't mind, uh, for those out there who don't know much about you, um, we would love to hear your story. You have an incredible story that I think a lot of people can learn a ton from. You know, you are now a best-selling author, but it wasn't always that way. You've, you know, you've changed your path a little bit, and you you've had a very interesting story. And so, if you wouldn't mind just telling the audience a little bit about yourself. That'd be great. Yeah, so my changes started about a year and a half ago. I was really inspired by one of my teachers in pharmacy school to just change my way of thinking and change my outlook because in the past I was a pretty negative and miserable guy and I was doing all these things just to to please people. Uh, I was just trying to you know, become a physical specimen so I can get all these girls and I, I try to make a lot of money just so I can you know, uh, have people uh, – be jealous of me, try to prove him wrong, people that made fun of me uh, growing up. And he helped me realize that I was just doing all that because I just wasn't happy with who I was. I didn't accept myself. I felt like I wasn't good enough. And it was that, it was around a year and a half ago when I made all these changes and started to stop waiting for things to happen and just started taking action. And uh, I'm just so glad I did. And I, all I want to do is just share all the things I've learned. Yeah, that's incredible. And you know, I think you hit something, you hit on something there that I think a lot of people deal with. And that's, you know, we kind of have some self worth, uh, you know, image issues. And I know I went through some of this myself. And I feel like a lot of people feel like they just, they don't feel good enough. And then they're out there searching for things that they believe will ultimately make them happy. But as we all or as you and I, I'm sure know, you know, those outside things aren't going to bring us the happiness that, you know, fulfilling those internal things can bring. Um, so, you know, I'd love for you to speak to that, you know, what, what was it about, you know, not feeling good enough that, you know, just what, or I guess the question is, what was the moment where you realized that that just needed to change and you, you, you know, kind of flipped that switch? Well, honestly, it started when I started to listen to Zig Ziglar, a mot- late, great motivational speaker. Yeah, he's fantastic. Yeah. But I, I saw, on, I re- listened to it on one of his sections on the signs of a poor self-image. It was 14 different topics, and I had just about all of them. But what really stood out to me, it just seemed kind of bizarre. And I I really thought about it, and I literally would not accept them. It didn't matter if I made a 97 on a test or, you know, it it didn't matter what the compliment was. If it was something I did really great, I could not accept it. And I decided that I was going to start accepting compliments. And the following day, I remember my teacher gave me a compliment, and immediately I thought of the three things I did wrong and uh, you know, I I stopped myself. I said, no, no, you're gonna accept the compliment. You're good enough. And then it just sunk in. I, I just had that idea come in my head. You're good enough. And ever since that moment, I I just ha- remember having a euphoric feeling that moment because I realized that everything I was doing was just to feel happy. And you can give yourself that happiness right now by just realizing you're good enough. And that that doesn't mean. That you can't, that you don't want to grow and uh, be more. 
because obviously, you know, what you want to do, say, five, ten years from now, you will be a better person if you're wanting that. But it's okay to just simply live in the moment and say, hey, I'm good enough right now. I'm going to strive to get better. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. That that is absolutely fantastic advice. And that's something that a lot of people struggle with. And me personally, I struggle with that as well. It's, you know, people genuinely believe that we're doing well and, you know, I think that's something I mean that's something I'm going to start practicing is accepting compliments more because people are complimented a lot more than they actually realize and it's just because of our self-image and it's because of our willingness to accept those compliments we kind of brush them off and like you hit on you know you think of the three things you did wrong but I totally agree once you can flip that and once you can start accepting the compliments and believing in yourself and pushing yourself forward because you do believe in yourself it makes a it makes a tremendous difference and so I, I want to get into the aspect of, you know, so you went to pharmacy school and what was that experience like for you? It was pretty challenging. Uh, I honestly picked pharmacy because I thought it would be really easy. I mean, uh, when I when I saw pharmacists in the pharmacy, they just seemed like they were just counting pills and, <laughs> you know, everything was just automated. So I, you know, I thought that'd be great. It'd be a great way to make a lot of money and wouldn't have to do a whole lot of work. And I was... You know, definitely surprised to find out that I learned a lot more. I mean, it, now now it makes sense to me is that you need to know the body entirely before you know medicine. So I have a good background on the physiology and all the different parts of the body and like all the medications. Where I mean, all the, all, the, all those four years of school. I mean, we learned a lot of stuff. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, I can only imagine. I I barely made it through my bachelor's degree, so you know, congratulations for making it through that. And you know, maybe. What was the hardest thing about pharmacy school or what was the one thing that you learned most about yourself during those four challenging years? Just if I have a solid plan and if I stick to it and my desire is strong enough that I'll make it happen because I didn't really do so great in school for high school example. I mean I was pretty good but I remember one of my teachers in my first year said that pharmacy school would be like eating a whale. In that, yeah, in that if you just eat one plate at a time, you'll be able to do it. And he suggested just studying two or three hours every day. And I just got in the habit of doing that every single day. I mean, even on my birthday, Christmas, Thanksgiving, all that. And I felt like I didn't really have to study a whole lot. I just put my three hours in every day. And you know, I was able to you know, be in the honor society. I graduated with a 3.9 in pharmacy wow. school. Yeah, that, man, that's fantastic. And, you know, I'm sure that's something that you've carried over to the rest of your life, um, you know, since having gone to school. Absolutely, because I mean, the successful person—it's really ingrained. It's really all about their habits. It's just those small choices that they make each and every day, but they make them so much on a routine basis, it becomes almost automated, and they don't even think about it. Yeah, yeah, man, that yeah, that's exactly right. And uh, so, with that, you know, what other? daily habits or daily rituals, whatever you want to call it, what, what things do you do on a daily basis that attribute to a lot of the success that you've had? Well, I got this idea from Tony Robbins where he talks about incantations. Yep. Uh, where there's the chance he'll just say it out loud and just, just get his body activated. Um, the physiology part where you're, you know, you're not just saying it like uh, whatever a quote is or saying you're saying it with movement, excitement, just to have it seep into your subconscious mind. And I've made a habit pretty much the past year and a half every single day uh, to at the very least 10 minutes. I usually do it in the shower. I'll just I'll find a quote that really, really excites me or really draws me in, makes me think, and I'll just repeat it over and over and over again 
so it sinks in. And honestly, I feel that's one of the best things I've ever done because those ideas stick with me. And no matter what the situation is, I, 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 those are my go-to thoughts, and I, I act upon those things that I put in my mind. Yeah, and I mean, I, I'm also a student of Tony Robbins. Fantastic, fantastic person all the way around. But he's you know taught so many people, millions of people, so much. And you know that's that's something that I've also learned. And and you know you hear a lot about positive thinking and how that affects you at such a high level. And you know, growing up, I I didn't. You know, I didn't always believe that, and uh, my dad was an entrepreneur, and he had always talked about positive thinking, positive thinking, and you know, I, I was a young dumb kid, like, okay, sure, dad, whatever. Um, but once you actually actualize those things, and I'm sure once you started doing these incantations and you know, verbalizing these things and putting movement to it and actually believing it, I'm sure it changed a whole lot. And you know, can can you remember like w- when you started doing that, and like what type of transition happened for you? Well, I remember the first one I ever did was from Emil Kui, and it was every day in every way I'm getting better and better. So as, as I mentioned, when I was uh, I was doing it when I was running too, I would just say every day in every way I'm getting better and better. Every day in every way I'm getting better and better. And I I, I really didn't remember what people thought. I, like I was living at, with my parents at the time, and they, they thought I was crazy, but <laughs> I, I just – it was just in my mind, and I was doing things I, I never did, but I, I would always think, well, you're getting better today. That's why you're doing what you're doing, because you're getting better every day in every way. Yeah, so and man, that's something that I think a lot of successful people deal with. You know, no matter what level of success we're talking about, you know, you have, you're have you going to have people that are going to look at you funny. You're going to have people that think you're crazy, think you're out there, think that, you know, and and it's ultimately these people that try to cut you down and kind of, you know, make what you're trying to do, you know, less spectacular and that, you know, because they're not out there achieving things. And that's something I think a lot of people who are on this path to success and personal development and, you know, to achieve higher things, I think that's something a lot of people deal with is how to deal with, you know, people who are, you know, not in your best interest or don't have your best interests in mind when it comes to your goals. So, you know, are, are there any things that you do when, when people, you know, aren't wanting to see you succeed? Well, first off, it, it is tough, but I immediately forgive them because it's the, the negative criticism is going to be from one or two sources. The first one, their heart tends to be in the right place. They really just want you to, to give up just so you don't get hurt. Mm-hmm. But I kind of look at that as they're wanting you to forfeit the game just because they think you may lose. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, they're pretty much – telling you to lose. So you're a failure if you accept that advice. So there, that's not what you need to do. But again, that's great advice. Yeah. So, I mean, I've gotten that from family and friends telling me what I want to do should be nothing more than a hobby. And I I can't do that. and can't do that and support myself. And and I'm just not going to listen to it because if if I don't go after my dream and what I want to do, I I consider myself a failure. Yeah, man, that, that is something that I deal with a lot. And that's, that is great information, super valuable information for people who are, you know, going on this journey to succeed. And I think that's how a, a lot of these people find success. It's, it's, you know, they may be doing something that they don't have any heart in, but that society deems, you know, the correct conventional way of achieving success. And they have these hobbies or things on the side that they're that they love to do. They're super passionate about, but people don't believe they can make it doing those things. And Man, props to you for, you know, just internalizing that and using it as fuel 
to, you know, propel you forward and help you achieve your, this success. And, you know, something that I think is funny is that, you know, you are a best-selling author, but, you know, I've, I read in your bio and on your, your page, michaelunks.com, that you didn't always like to read. So, I mean, tell, tell me how, how being an author came about when you didn't even like to read yourself. <laughs> well, it was mainly from that one teacher that gave me that motivational CD from Zig Ziglar. I, I just saw so much power in, in that knowledge that I was requiring. And, and people suggested that I check out all these different books. And I, I started reading them and I was just hooked. I mean, they, they were, I was taking all the knowledge I got and I was applying it and I was getting immediate results. I mean, I, I remember the, the first, next book I read was How to Win Friends and Influence People. That's a by great Dale, book. Yeah, by Dale Carnegie. And it, the advice in there is just fantastic, and I, I started applying it immediately, and I really was starting to win friends and influence people. The, the title was solid. And uh, ever since then, I've just been a personal development junkie. I mean, uh, I, I'm on the road a lot because of my job, but I, I, every time I'm in my car, I'm listening to some audio book on personal development. I'm just – it's my life now. That's awesome. And uh, you know, besides those two books that you mentioned, do you have any others uh, – right now that just totally stick out that you highly recommend to people who are looking to, to take that leap and, you know, become a, you know, entrepreneur or successful person themselves? I'm real big on Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. Man, yep. I totally agree. I've, I've, you know, went through that book a couple times myself. It hits on everything. And, and something that I took to heart was the power of a mastermind. And that's, that's ultimately what I do um, and what we do at the Yield Mastermind Group, we, we, you know, totally took that to heart and, you know, brought that to life. And, you know, he talks about perseverance. And I think a lot of people get a bad taste in their mouth when they hear Think and Grow Rich because a lot of us think, oh, that's just a book on how to make money, how to make lots of money. And it's totally the opposite. It's, it helps you in every single area and facet of life. And so I would totally back you on on that. If you haven't read Think and Grow Rich, you need to get a copy, get the audio book, whatever Whatever way you're going to get through it, get that and, and definitely dive in because it's, it's super valuable information that you need to hear. And so let's, let's hop right into your first book. So your first book was One Month Willpower, A Simple System for Life-Changing Transformation. So tell me how that came about and tell me what that process of putting that together was like. Well, it pretty much started all because I made these radical changes and I mean just within days and it was during that, that month I spent with my teacher. His name was Will. So the, the title was One Month Willpower because of that one month. Oh, I that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. And it's just pretty much the stuff we're talking about now, just all the changes I made, talking about you know issues with my self-image, how I didn't accept compliments, things like that. And I found that a lot of people could relate to me. They didn't really have a whole lot of confidence, and they, they had doubts and fears, and they were struggling. And you know, as much as I felt like I was all alone in the past, I realized I had more company than I ever realized. So it got to that point where I thought, you know, that'd be great if I just wrote a book just explaining who I was and what what happened during that month, all the things he taught me and all the things I was struggling with and how I took action and how I made these really simple changes to get immediate and long-term results for the better. Yeah, that's awesome. And, uh, you know, can you share with us what maybe one or two of those simple changes that you made that just propelled you forward in a way you, you didn't think was possible? Yeah, I mean, one of them is is that we were we were talking to this one lady trying to get her to smoke, and she and uh, it's just a really stressful time, you know. Maybe after the holidays, and Will turned to me and he said, "It's probably not going to happen. Uh, she's probably not going to stop smoking because when you really want something in life, 
you go for it right now. You don't make excuses. You don't make, you don't wait for your environment to change. If you really want it, you do it right now. And when he started talking about goal setting and, you know, having a plan for your life, he was saying, if you really want it, you go for it right now. And um, it was that one day uh, I was, I was fighting it because uh, writing down all the goals I wanted to do because it, it would take a lot of work. But, you know, I had that idea just going through my head that, you know, if you really want something, you don't wait, you just do it right now. Yep. Yeah. The, I mean, you cannot wait for success to come to you. It just doesn't work that way. You have to go out and get it. And I mean, wow, what an incredible mentor, just person to come into your life. I mean, I've had teachers that have, have helped me and gave me great advice, but for a teacher to, to, you know, go on this type of a journey and share this type of information with you, that is just absolutely incredible. Tell me how that relationship began and, and how you guys came to, you know, go out and talk to these people and, and, you know, learn all the things that you learned from, from Will. Yeah. So in the last year of pharmacy school, it's all clinical based and you spend one month at a time with a pharmacist in their, their career, their setting, and you just learn from them. So I was, I was scheduled to be with him and I spent the whole entire month with him, but his job was mainly, he was doing a lot of things over the phone and he had a lot of scheduled visits mainly with people that are trying to quit smoking and uh, diabetics, things like that, just to kind of get them on track and help them be healthier. But I mean, it pretty much, I would just be sitting there watching him, how he interacted with people. And then after we would discuss you know, what, what he saw and what, what I thought about what was going on and, you know, how we can, you know, influence people better and uh, say things in different ways to get, get people get motivated where they wouldn't make changes in the past, but now they would. Wow. That's that is an incredible experience. And we all need somebody like that in our life. I mean, to have somebody kind of show us the way and kind of get those thoughts to come into our own heads and for us to kind of have that mentality shift. That's huge. And, you know, so one of the things that we talk about at the Yield Mastermind Group um, is rocket fuel. And basically rocket fuel is just your energy source. And, you know, but as you and I both know, you know, just having energy alone is not going to get the job done when it comes to achieving at the at the level that, you know, I, I can tell you are trying to achieve at. And I know I'm trying to achieve at that same level. So, you know, what do you do on a daily basis to keep that energy up? Because we all have times where we're feeling down or, you know, we second guess the choices that we're making. What do you do that, that keeps that energy, that rocket fuel going? It starts with gratitude. I wake up every morning and I just, I really am so thankful that I'm alive because I, I, I don't take a single day for granted anymore. I wake up and I'm just, just ready to get started. I don't know what's in store for me, but it's simply that I'm, I got two feet on the ground. Uh, that gets me excited and gets me going. And then all I start thinking about all the other things I have in my life. I have my health. I have you know, a great family. I have friends. I have you know, people on my side that are encouraging me. I have, I have a dream and I have a purpose and I'm, I'm going after it. And every day seems to get better and better. And it's, it's really, I'm just focusing on all that I have. And I, I never feel incomplete. I never feel like anything's missing. And without a doubt, that helps me get through the challenging times. Yeah. And I totally second that. I, uh, I use something called the five minute journal and, you know, that has a portion in it that talks about gratitude. And I think there's literally no better way to start your day than with just having a feeling of gratitude totally overcome you because, it's really hard to be upset or feel down about a situation when you think about the things you, you just touched on, you know, having a great family, having great people around you, having health, being alive. I mean, these are things that people, you know, don't 
get afforded, you know, on a regular basis. And we got to be thankful for that. I think that's, that's key. And obviously that's attributed to a lot of your success. And so, you know, obviously you loved or, you know, at least liked the process of putting together your first book. And so what prompted you to, to write your second book, which is basically a spinoff of your first one, you know, your first one's one month willpower. Now you have one week willpower, and this is a simple foundation to become more successful, likable, and achieve your dreams. What, what prompted you to, to go ahead and write that second book? Well, it was all the positive feedback I was getting. Uh, I remember the, the day after I published it, I got an email from Cambodia. This one woman said, it was a lengthy email saying that she was going through a lot that I was struggling with, and she felt it was so great to to realize that she wasn't alone, and she was going to apply all the things that Will was teaching me and all the things I, I advised, and it, it just made me feel really good. And, uh, and then the several people said, uh, when's your next book coming out? And, uh, you know, I just wanted to give people what they're asking for. Uh, but I, another thing was that the first book is titled A Simple System. I, I wanted it kind of like a hidden message. I don't say... You know, what the system is uh, directly. It's kind of just you find it out on your own, which is it's very different and not just straight to the point like like uh, other read. But uh, I figured the next book I would make the acronym simple and each chapter would be a letter and be kind of more what people were, were Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. And that's so that's so incredible. I mean, getting letters and emails and, and things like that, it just it, it really kind of affirms why we do what we do, why you, you know, chose to write this book. And had you not, you know, expressed everything that Will taught you in this book, you know, you, that woman's life might have be totally different now than it, than it could have been. And so it's just one of those incredible things, you know, being an author and, and getting to help people. I mean, there's got to be no better feeling than that. And, you know, so in writing these books, I'm just, I'm curious, um, how how does that process look like for you? I mean, are you a guy that sits down and writes a ton at a time, or are you you know utilizing this uh, every day? Do something you know simple and or not not quite simple, but every day just keep attacking it, and eventually it comes to fruition. How, what is that process like for you? What well, is challenging with my schedule because I am currently working as a pharmacist, trying to knock out my debt and be able to fund my uh, business ventures. But pretty much it's an ongoing process of just kind of observing the world, just being a student of life and just also thinking about you know, my, what's gone on in the past and with my new mindset, how I could have handled it differently. So I probably about 10 times a day, I'll have an idea or some kind of personal story that I'll, I'll put in my phone. And then when I'm off, I'll, I'll usually sit down for, I'll log out maybe five to six hours and I'll just sit down and try to find a theme or structure to the book and just go through my hundreds, maybe even thousands of ideas and stories I have and just pick you know, 20 or 30 of the best ones and just start writing. And uh, they're just like 500 words to 1,000 words a piece. But if you get, get 30 of them, you have a nice 100-page book. Yeah, man. And that's, that's something that I think I've started doing recently, and that's something that I think a lot of people would really benefit from is writing down any and all of your ideas because – as you know, as I know, and as I'm sure some of the listeners know, your first idea can be a really crummy idea. Your second, third, tenth idea may not be a great idea, but the fact of just keeping those ideas flowing, writing them down, that's what brings you to your great idea. You you obviously love to write because you are now the author of a third book, which is Awesome in Hours, Seven Easily Obtainable Qualities, 35 
practical takeaways to become an awesome individual. So where did the idea for this book come about? It's mainly because awesome is my go-to word. I just reflexively <laughs> say that, and I realize that just about everyone else does too. And it just months ago is that what does it mean to really be awesome? That'd be great if, if there was an acronym or something that explained it. And you know, I figured I'll just make seven topics. I'll pick out you know about five or six items, writing about them. So that's exactly what happened. That's awesome. I love it. I love, it. and that's usually how it goes. You know, you sit down and. Simple idea turns into a, an awesome book, and that's incredible. I love it. So, Michael, what is what is in store for you? What's next? What is uh what is the the next one big thing that that you're up to? Well, I've joined a couple of speaking clubs and Toastmasters, and I'm looking to develop my my skills as a public speaker. And uh, I just realized that a lot of kids in their 20s, I tell them about my books and. I mean, when they're honest with me, they say, yeah, I just look at reading as a job. It's just, it's not going to happen. I, I know the ideas you're telling me are, are great, but it's just, I'm not going to do it. And uh, I realized that, you know, I, I'm going to make short books. I'll try to make it as painless as possible, but I may have, uh, I may be more effective if I'm making like little five minute videos that I put on YouTube or, you know, going to doing an hour talk or, you know, just making it where I can. I don't know, add more energy and enthusiasm to my thoughts because sometimes putting it on paper, you lose that. Yeah. So. Yep. Yeah. I'm with you. And that's, uh, that's something Tony Robbins talks about as well. And I mean, I don't know if you've ever been to any one of his seminars. Um, but I attended one of his seminars and man, it's like he, he is incredible, you know, when you're reading his books, but to see him live is just a totally different beast. It's, it is insane. The energy that he can bring to a group of people. So I've realized that ever since I've been getting on stage, it's just, it's just a thrill and something I'm going to focus more on. So I mean, I'll still, I'll still write, but I want to make that a higher priority in speaking. Gotcha. That's awesome. That's awesome. So Michael, if, if someone wants to contact you about speaking or if someone just wants to find out more about you or the books you've written, where can they find out this information at? MichaelUnks.com is definitely the first place you can go. Um, and I just recently set up a YouTube channel. You could look me up on there. And then uh, simply just for my books, just look on Amazon. Fantastic. All right. So that brings us to the end of the, the interview portion. And I'd like to ask you some rapid fire questions. So, Michael, are you ready? Yes, sir. All right. So when you think of success or the word successful, who is the first person that comes to mind? Tony Robbins. Tony Robbins. That is fantastic. So, Michael, what one book would you recommend or what one book do you gift the most other than your own books? Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. Uh, yeah. I use them out as gifts. I don't know if they read them, but they can't use that excuse of, well, you know, I don't have it. Uh, <laughs> read it. Yep. <laughs> it's that's a powerful book. Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. I need to start gifting that book as well. Um, so, Michael, what one podcast or, or other resource for information – uh, would you recommend? I enjoyed Knowledge from Men by Andrew Ferby. I feel uh, he can really connect with a young man. Uh, I feel like you know I belong right in there. So if you're a young man and um, just struggling with confidence or really anything that most guys struggle with, uh, that can definitely be a great podcast for you. Awesome. Awesome. I've never heard of it, so I'm definitely going to have to check that out. And so if you had to pick one part of your daily routine – to do for the rest of your life, if you couldn't do any other parts of that routine, what would that one routine be and why? It have to be the incantations we talked about earlier. 
because it, it really charged me up and empowered me, and I can't imagine not doing it. It's so simple. Yeah, I, I mean, I do something similar. I do affirmations, and I, I, I totally agree. It's like just to start your day off with that, and you know, you do it to the point where you feel it within you. I mean, it's it is such a powerful way to start. And one of the things that I do is, you know, I don't I don't look at my phone or any other outside information before I do those things because that can sort of dictate the way that your day goes, and that can kind of take your attention away from what's important. And, you know, in my in my experience and in my opinion, when you practice those types of things first thing in the morning without having anything else influence you, I mean, it just sets your day up so perfectly. Yes, sir. All right. And so, Michael, what is your favorite movie? It is I Love You, Man, starring Paul Rudd and Jason Siegel. <laughs> That's a great movie. <laughs> and the main reason was because I can relate to Paul Rudd's character so much, but it wasn't my struggle with guys, it was a struggle with everybody. I was just awkward around every person. And uh, it, it was almost like, uh, you know, I had, had somebody come into my life, kind of help me bring out me and just be comfortable with who I was. And uh, I just, I love that movie because of that, because I can relate to what he was going through. Yeah, that's awesome. That's a fantastic movie. And it's funny that you say that, you know, you were just awkward around everyone, because speaking with you right now, I just, I just can't even imagine you being awkward. You're so well-spoken. It, it's funny that, you know, you can make that big of a transformation. I think people, you know, someone who believes themselves to be awkward probably assumes that that's something that they're going to have the rest of their life. And, you know, as you've proven, and I'm sure as you're helping other people to see, that's not the case. You know, you can change those things. Yes, sir. And yeah, I thought I was destined to be shy my whole life. And I would be in a party or a group of people and I wanted to talk so bad, but I was in I was in my own way. I was just telling myself, oh, you don't belong here. Uh, don't say that. That's stupid. And it's just complete nonsense. I, I needed to change my mindset, and it was instantly I started making changes and started talking with people, and I started living the life I wanted to live. That's fantastic. That's fantastic. And, man, for you to be sharing that story is incredible because if people could just hear that, you know, a lot of people are stuck stuck in that. And all it takes is to hear somebody else's story. That's incredible. So, Michael, if you had to bring on another partner into your business, and it had to be a professional athlete, who would it be? I would say that Jordan Spieth. Oh. I, I'm just amazed at the points he has at such a young age. And, I mean, he, he's likely going to go down in history as one of the greatest golfers of all time. And he's shown that he's able to handle pressure at such a young age. I mean, and that's something you need in the business world. Yeah, man, that's a that is a fantastic answer. I hadn't even thought about that, but you're right. I mean, he just has such poise on the golf course. And you know, another thing that that he does that I that I like is that he is himself on the course. I mean, he doesn't he's not changing for anybody. You know, he's he is being himself. Yes, sir. Awesome. All right. So, Michael, that brings us to the end of the interview, and we always end the interview with our guest sharing their favorite quote. So, Michael, what is your favorite quote? It is. You can have everything in life you want if you will just help enough other people get what they want by Zig Ziglar. And that is a fantastic way to end this fantastic interview. Michael, thank you so much for coming on the show. You've taught me a ton, and I'm sure all the listeners will agree. So thank you so much. Thank you for having me, Philip. Awesome.
All right, guys, so there you have it, my interview with Michael Unks. If you're interested in learning more information about the Yield Mastermind group, just check out yieldmastermind.com. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube at Yield Mastermind. And then, of course, iTunes, Stitcher, and SoundCloud. Please subscribe. Please rate the show. Michael, thanks again for coming on. And, guys, with that, we will see you next week.